This episode of Almost Blurreds is brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. I recently started running and Liquid IV has really come in handy. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. What I love most about Liquid IV is the convenient packaging, how it makes me feel on a daily basis, and the assortment of flavors you can get, such as strawberry lemonade, concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, just to name a few. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. So get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code almostblurreds at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code almostblurreds at liquidiv.com. Now let's get into the show. Almost Blurreds. It's your girl, Dove Cat. I'm your girl, Dove Cat. Dove Cat. Almost Blurreds. So it's your boy, JB. JB. Almost Blurreds. And this is Almost Blurs. Hello there. My name is Dove Cat. What is that? What? Okay, sorry, y'all. I was moving my mic back down, and then my monitor was, like, going against the these little cable, like, wire thingies? I don't know. Uh, my bad. I thought you were trying to create, like, thunderstorm, quiet storm music. But no, your mic was just in the way. And that's okay. You ruined it. We're even. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Almost Blurs. It is your girl, Dovecat, which I've already said. And that masculine voice you hear on the other side. Who you be? It's me, JP. How, when did that start? Why did I start doing that? I, I don't know. Like six? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm not going to do that next time. I've Are you? Grown. This is our intro music. Hey, gosh, it is in there. So I, I might as well. This it's a part of who I am now. JB. Yeah, it is definitely in the intro music. Oh man! So how's your week been going? Good. Oh, I just realized I got an update for you that I cannot talk about on this podcast. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I want to be like, let's cancel this. Give me the D. <laughs> but. I can't do that. I we will quickly, that. very, very quickly discuss it once the podcast is over. But everything is good. Going on my first cruise this weekend. Let me say something. I really try to be positive, but I am afraid for you, friend. Not that you would be in any danger. Just mm-hmm. the whole thing of like going on that big old boat and all that. You're water. freaking out. I'm terrified that I'm going to freak out. But I'm going to talk myself off the ledge. For those of you who don't know, I'm actually like really, really terrified of big bodies of water, and I don't think it gets any bigger than the ocean. And I will be out there in a boat for the Maxwell's Urban Suite Cruise. Cruise. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. I fly to Miami on Friday. Oh, Miami. Yep. And then we leave on Saturday. I my check-in time is between twelve and twelve thirty. Mm. And I'm planning to drink lots and lots of alcohol to help in the beginning. You'll be fine. Okay. I also think that people, people, 
are very generous on cruises. And I should have told you this last night when we were talking about the drink packages and stuff. But people are generous. Once they find out it's your first one, let's buy you a drink. It's your birthday. Let's oh my buy gosh, you. I need a sash. I'm going to have a sash like my first cruise. I'm treating this shit like it is my birthday. You should. And then the drinks will come in. But I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I am. But I think you're going to be fine. I feel like this is a very good one. Where are y'all going? The Bahamas? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to two different ports in the Bahamas. Okay. Is one of them Coco Cay? Or is that... Y'all doing Royal Caribbean, right? Uh, we're doing Norwegian. Oh, that's right. Ooh, y'all got money. Okay, I don't know then. I think Royal Caribbean has Coco Cay. This know. one is a uh, Great Stirrup K and mm-hmm. this is Nassau. Mm-hmm. Are y'all doing excursions? I don't know. Well, some of I kind of would want to, but the guy that I'm going with, I don't think physically some of the excursions uh, excursions are something he would actually be able to do. Oh. But I I don't know. I thought about like doing something way out of my comfort zone and hoping someone will make sure I don't die. Like what? Like the little, the shallow, you know, when you, you got the little goggles and the thing. Yes, that. The shallow one that's like not like out there where like people die with fish, but like the one that I probably could stand up in. Like hopefully I can stand up in it, but I don't know. I I think that would be a a major jump out the window for me. That's too much. I, I do. I do like that it crossed my mind. Okay. That's good though. See. I don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if they do. They might do snorkeling on the shore. They probably got some shit. I don't know. I can't keep up with it, honestly. But snorkeling is cool. I snorkeled when we went to Jamaica. Um, shout out to um, Brit Brad for her birthday trip. We went to Jamaica and I snorkeled mm-hmm. and um, I was in the water, and it was beautiful. And then I got scared and freaked right. out. Oh, okay. I got scared and freaked out because one, I could see. Like in the water, like rocks, coral, I could see all of that, and it was beautiful, right? Then the fact that it was so clear freaked me out. I'm like, what if a fish comes and tries to attack me? Oh, okay. So then, oh, there is I was a like, in I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm. I, I, this is making me freaking me out. Let's go on back on the boat. So that's what I did. Okay. But it was cool, though. It was cool. I don't think that this snorkeling thing is like. Mm. Mm. It says snorkeling takes place at a reef with a depth of approximately five to fifteen feet. Nope, because what's not gonna happen is you gonna see me down there with them people from Avatar. Like I'm not about to be that dead body just just floating around by these people under there. Nope, they're definitely gonna take you to fifteen feet. They're definitely taking you there. That five feet is a lot. (laughs) Then they had the nerve to say that swimming is not a requirement. It's encouraged though. No, I'm not dying with y'all. If I cannot give you life jackets. I'm not doing this. But if you way up there, then you ain't snorkeling. You might as well be a dead fish. Because with a life jacket, you ain't sinking nowhere. Oh, ooh, ooh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, my God. Anytime we mention water, I just have a visual of Arthur's mama floating up to the top like a dead fish that she is. Mm-hmm, Do you know what mm-hmm. I said? Did I tell you what I said the other day? Then we have to move on. When I say I just be saying anything that comes to mind, I mean that. Y'all, the other mm. day in my group chat, Britt Brett sent a message about them making a new discovery about Amelia Earhart, like thinking they may have found some of her wreckage at the bottom of the, on the ocean floor, right? And I said, I was like, it's not a mystery. Amelia Earhart was fish food. What are we doing? She's still fish right. food. But at this point, like, <laughs> what? She was fish food. 
Period. Like, she's and been I, like, eating you know, and shit back out and probably eaten again by the, many, many times at this point. Like, like, the circle of life has been a part of her life now. I was like, why did I call that lady fish food? That's not right. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not no less true because sis, <laughs> sis, gone. gone. But anyways, so we're going to move on to our icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything? I do not. Okay. All I'm going to say is that lately I've been catching up on anime. Um, mm. I've watched a new show called Solo Leveling, which I like. Uh, I'm watching that on Crunchyroll along with Black Clover. I'm starting that from the beginning mm. uh, because I want to catch up, but it's been so long that I just feel like I'm probably not going to remember certain things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just starting that from the beginning. And I also started another, I've been watching a lot of different animes lately. I don't even know what's on TV right now. All I know is Abbott Elementary comes back tomorrow. That's it. I don't know what else is on television. So, okay. Yeah, that's I all have, on I have two things. Mm-hmm. One, having aging parents is for the the birds. Not mm-hmm. fan. Do not mm-hmm. recommend ever. Mm-hmm. But you can't control who your parents are. So I'll just say this. Love on them. Do the best that you can from wherever you are. That's number one. Number two, I want to join in on the Discord about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I have to agree that she is very mediocre. Mm-hmm. And I think that her services would be better spent as a songwriter like Money Long and Victoria Monet. I think they should, you know, should switch. And I think that Victoria Monet and Money Long should stay in the limelight. And I think. Taylor Swift should go into the shadows. Because her pen game compared to her singing and dancing is just leaves much to be desired. And I think some of the pers- the, the, the popularity of her is because of how she looks. I, mean, I, I tend to agree. I, I will be it. I'll be the first one to admit that there, she does have some songs that I like. I'll, me too. Yeah, so it's like she is. I'll say it this way: she's not talentless. There are just far more people who are more talented that don't get the type of recognition that she does. Hmm. Why do you think yeah. that is, friend? One, I don't know. When it comes to her, I do not know because Midnight's one for album of the year, and uh, I do like some songs on Midnight's, but no, it's not like no. She's like getting that every year she releases an album, and I just don't imagine, and I can't imagine that that album is better than everybody that's in there. It's kind of like when Harry Styles beat Beyonce. Okay, Harry Styles' album is probably touching much more people than Beyonce's because the sound on that album was pretty much a niche sound. Mm-hmm, very niche. I but, loved it nonetheless, though. It was amazing. But I I wouldn't I would never truly understand the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift because I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before in my life. Was someone that average is that successful? But you know, and I think also I I don't know maybe it's just me critique me. You know, I think a lot of us for both of us a lot of things that we see is kind of through the lens of blackness mm-hmm. and how and how we know people who have way more talent and they aren't as successful. 
And you just gotta wonder. You gotta wonder why. I, you just you just gotta wonder why. I think, and I also think, and I'm not gonna go get into this. I know that y'all want to kind of say that Jay Z had a Kanye West moment um, when he was on that stage accepting his award. Um, I think that's BS, and y'all know it's BS, especially since Jay did this before that award was announced and awarded to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this, Kanye West may have been wrong in his approach, but what he said was not. Mm-mm. Back then it wasn't. That's why it was kind of hard for me to be like, it was hard for me to kind of feel bad for her because what he said was true. And since then, she's been a victim. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if that kind of leads, like lends to her success. I don't know. But this is what I do know is that I think the conversation and the critique that is going on about the Grammys um, what Jay-Z said, and um, I think Taylor Swift is a perfect example, a perfect case study to have the conversation. And I just think it's interesting. I've been loving the discord around it. I think that as weird as this sounds, maybe, and maybe it's just because I'm tired. I'm tired of having the conversation. I'm tired of just being a conversation. Like, Because ultimately, at the end of the day, she is who she is. And she is going to get all that she wants to get for who she is. and no matter how many times we have this conversation, nothing is happening with this to make this any different. Mm-mm. 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 And with that being said, I think that was it. Who was it? Was it BET earlier that shit was sharing pictures? What did it? It's essentially, it was just like, why are you begging them for scraps when you can just come over here? And it was essentially like the, the NAACP awards. Let me see if I can find it quickly. Um, who posted it? Who posted it? Who posted it? Sorry, guys. Um, where is it at? <laughs> Essentially, it was BET, like, and showing like the picture of the BET Awards, the Hip Hop Awards, and the NAACP Awards. And I'm just like, when you write, I'm with you. I really, I really, really wish that black people didn't put so much. Like, I get why they do. But I also, the Grammys have historically not leaned in our direction. And that's not to say that they haven't awarded Black folks Grammys at all. But I will say that in categories where it is very clear that Black people are more talented and probably deserve the award more, they are not getting it. And <coughs> BET essentially was just like, Why, you don't have to beg for that. Just come over here. And I was telling Britt Bratton earlier today, I was like, I wish that we had like a music situation or a music award that was kind of in line with the NAACP Image Awards because the Black of Hollywood, the Black elites of Hollywood seem to kind of respect that award show a lot more than they do the BET Awards or the Hip Hop Awards, what have you. So if we had a music thing in that genre and we just stopped showing up, I think we can make a change. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. All I'm going to say, and we can, and this this will be how we end it so we can move into uh, the blurry news. Like you said, historically, the Grammys have never really been kind to Black people. Of course, Black people have won, and there have been some phenomenal albums by Black people that have gotten recognition, like Stevie Wonder's Songs in the Key of Life, or Michael Jackson, and damn near everything he's done. But you also have people like Mariah Carey, who's one of the highest selling people of all time, has the record for the most number ones for a woman. I think the only person that she does, only people she doesn't have um, more number ones than is like the Beatles. And in her t- entire career, 
spanning from her first Grammys was in 1991. She has won six Grammys. Mm. Six. Somebody, somebody else. Houston, same thing. Barely won any Grammys. I don't know if it was a post that I saw scrolling. I'm online too much, but and everything starts to run together. But there was a post that kind of speaks to that. They were just essentially just like that there is a bigger issue because this person listed all of these artists that haven't like won album of the year. And it's just like the greats. Michael Jackson hasn't gotten one. Janet Jackson hasn't gotten one. Stevie Wonder hasn't gotten one. I don't think like they were listing all these people specifically the album of the year. And I'm just like, how is that possible mm-hmm. with their body of work? How is that possible? Oh, I will never understand it. I will never understand it, especially when you have, like, there was one year Janet should have won Album of the Year. It was the year that she released Rhythm Nation. Nothing had the impact that that album had at that time and over the course of two years, and she didn't win it. And there's still, still to this day, when they do polls about people who should have won, that's one of the ones that's up there at the top because nobody could understand why she didn't win that one. Mm-hmm. And the in the year, and we got to move on. I could talk about this forever, y'all. But the year that Beyonce released Lemonade, honestly, if she didn't get it for that album, she's just not gonna get it. Mm-hmm. She just that not. was the album she should have gotten it for. And I, I was actually really glad that Adele even said, "Like, yo, why, why do I even have this? Like, this is her award. There was no and album." What's crazy? Adele, which that her album won't. Her album won't even like it's up there. That particular album that she won for is not a bad album, but no. Lemonade especially. Oh God, let's not. Oh God, that that should have definitely won that year. But but it is what it is. We can't do anything about it, and I don't think they'll ever do anything about it. But let's go ahead and get into blurdy news. Not a ton. There was not much movement on the DC side of things. But I did come across some stuff that I wanted to make sure that we talked about. So first, let me see. Where are you? I came across this post. I thought it was interesting. I just want to know if you, based on what you hear, agree with this ranking. So it was a post that was on Twitter that was talking about the eight highest rated works in the multiverse saga on the IMDb website. So these are anything that's basically at the end game. Okay. That has released, and these are the rankings. I'm going to start from the bottom. Okay. This also does include TV shows. Okay. So, number six is Falcon and the Winter Soldier with a 7.1 out of 10. Number five, Moon Knight with a rating of 7.3 out of 10. Shang-Chi with a 7.4 at number four. Number five, Hawkeye with a rating of 7.5. And then there's a jump. So one division is tied for second with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with a rating of 7.9. And number one, there's a tie between Loki and No Way Home. That list is bullshit. And I'm going to tell you why. You want to know what messed it up? Hawkeye. Hawkeye was not Miss Marvel being on this list. How's Miss Marvel not on this? Right. Hawkeye was not a better show than Falcon or Moon Knight. Mm-mm. It was. It just wasn't. And the best or part. 
or Sean Chi. That y'all, uh, y'all don't. We not doing this. We not doing this. Well, you want to know what saved Hawkeye? Kate Bishop for Reba and Yelena. Okay, that's pretty much it. Their their little romance, well, their little female bromance, saved it. And y'all trying to tell me that Hawkeye, Hawkeye was better than Falcon, Moon Knight, and Shang Chi? Y'all must be smoking crack. Ain't no way. What do you think? Because I don't agree with this list. Um, I do think that. I can understand why No Way Home is so high, just like I can understand why Loki is so high. Loki should be number one, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> it's tied for it. It's tied for it. But yeah, what I don't agree with, one, I'm sorry, but I would not have had Moon Knight up here just because that last episode really ticked me off. <laughs> me Gods. I think that Miss Marvel should be on this list somewhere. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm thinking about some of these other shows, and I'm just like, eh. I wonder if this is including Loki season two as well. It may not, but Shang Chi, I think you know that was one of my favorite films uh-huh. this, in this this multiverse saga. So it being at number four, I'm not too upset about. But question for you: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is better than WandaVision, Hawkeye, Shang Chi, Moon Knight, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I'm trying to think, okay, this is what I'm trying to think about, right? I'm mm-hmm. trying to think about, because it's been a while, how I felt while watching these shows. Mm-hmm. How I felt when watching these movies, okay? Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, in my opinion, was probably the best Guardians to me. It was, to me, it was the most emotional. The one most emotional, it had the most heart out of that out of that franchise, right? Or the little series, what have you. Mm-hmm. I feel everything for Rocco in that moment. Rocco, Jesus Christ. Right. I too many of those Elmo memes and listening to it, but Rocket, sorry. Hello, Rocco. Sorry, Rocket. His story was hard. T- to me, I, ju- I just loved it. I loved it. And I felt like it tied everything up nicely in a bow with all the characters so they can move on and do other things. You can kill them off. You can do whatever, but they tied <laughs> up that franchise nicely so that they can move on to other things. Better than Shang-Chi? Maybe. And Shang-Chi was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Better than Moon Knight, for sure. Mm, better mm-hmm. than Falcon. But I think with Falcon and your best friend, E.V., said this, and I agree with him, that because there were some things that he felt like was missing out of Falcon, Specifically thinking that they were dealing with um, some type of sickness, like a pandemic type of thing. And the Mm -hmm. fact that art imitated life a little too much, they kind of cut it up to pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think that that probably took away from it. If Who knows how I would have felt if they would have actually went with that storyline. But I don't know. Do I think Guardians is better than them? Yes. (laughs) Is Guardians better than WandaVision? Hmm. I don't think you, so. Because when you talk about feelings, they I know I can we can only I can only speak for us here. I don't think that there has been a show since WandaVision that had us so tunnel vision every time it came out. Mm-hmm. Like you and I our text messaging threads about this show went on forever with all the terrible theories we had, all these TV shows and break. I feel like 
that show is the reason why a lot of these breakdowns have taken off the way that they did because everybody was trying to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. So, and then it was it was both funny and it was like it was heavy. Like you felt that pain when she went to that lot that she was supposed to be building the house on. Gut wrench. And her little Volvo or Nissan, whatever the hell that car was. Like, clear, put them on payroll. Give them some money. Why is she out here driving a car like she's in witness protection? And also, y'all not going to tell me the funniest thing on television wasn't a baby picture of Vision. You're just not going to tell me. It popped up in my sto- uh, my history for yesterday. I mean, And it pop- I was like, oh, this is a moment in history. When I tell you, y'all, y'all don't understand. When I saw that on TV, I paused it and screamed, laughed. Because the absurdity of there being a baby vision when he was mm-hmm. created as an adult. It, y'all, it's unmatched. It's- mm-hmm. you, you can't. Like, whoever thought of that, that perfect. Give them a raise. Give mm. them a raise. It's comedy, but I mean, y'all, y'all just not telling me that's not the funniest thing, or wasn't the funniest thing on TV. It just, you're just not gonna be able to convince me. So it, oh. <laughs> okay, but I don't. I, the WandaVision was a show. Now Loki and No Way Home. Loki, make you know what I like. Mm-hmm. I like. I've noticed when I'm watching TV shows. I like figuring things out. Mm-hmm. I like trying to figure things out. Loki was that. Piecing things together, <laughs> trying to figure things out. Right. And and the second season more so than the first. I love yes. it. I I I, I'm, I I Loki was a smash hit to me. Mm-hmm. Smash hit. And it it definitely should be number one. No way home. I don't know if it should be tied with number one. I don't know if it should be, yeah. honestly. Cause for like No Way Home wasn't bad. I we both enjoyed No Way Home, but to act like there weren't so many good things that also came out. It's I weird. Think no Way Home is high just because people were so. Y'all were just hyped for Toby and Andrew. Let's yeah, be honest. That was it. That was really we're it. Like, what two three years out from that? That when that movie mm-hmm. came out, y'all were hyped to see Andrew, and you were hyped to see Toby. Toby looking like a youth pastor, like they said, and Andrew. Having his redemption arc, we mm-hmm. like we y'all this and, and and look, it made me feel good. I loved it. I loved the parts where all of them were together. I wish there was more of them together. I wish we would have had. If I had to rewrite it, I wish we would have had Andrew and Toby throughout the movie, as opposed to like in the middle part and then towards the end. I would have enjoyed that a little bit more. If I'm being honest, if we're doing fan service, but. Yeah, I don't know if I would tie it with number one. And also, it's not lost on me that some of the um, the cultural diverse shows are at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've always said this. I've always said <laughs> this. I don't know who they got at Marvel who was their DEI coordinator. But when I tell you, when they do these culture things, when they lean into these culture things, they get it right. Echo. They got it right. Black Panther, they got it right. Miss Marvel, they got it right. Shang-Chi, they got it right. Mm-hmm. Sam Wilson and his little monologue at the end, got it right. Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight and how he played them characters, episode five. Mm-hmm. They got it right. 
So I don't know. That list is BS. And um, I'm going to let y'all have y'all little No Way Home at being number one and some of the better shows not being up there. But the fact the fact that y'all put Hawkeye up there makes that list null and void. And it don't really matter. I don't care. I agree. I agree. Well, I thought that was interesting. There has been a little bit of talk on the Star Wars side of things. Which, you know, it's been very quiet over there for a minute. Oh, RIP to call so, Yeah, and I think the only thing that was really worth talking about, this article said that Andor Season 2 got an exciting update. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, Andor Season 2 is almost done filming. Mm. They were talking to Diego Luna, and he basically said that he only had seven days left to film the remainder of the Season 2 scenes. So, I guess that's moving along a lot quicker than I thought. Mm-hmm. But based off of their release plan, I can still see them waiting until next year to drop it. Yeah. And plus, with Bob Iger at the helm again, some of these shows that we were getting kind of like this, it's not going to happen no more. So you're right. We probably won't get this to next year. But I will say, though, if the people who are doing Star Wars, if y'all are listening, I would love to see more of the espionage type of things going on with Star Wars and how these spies are kind of like the foot soldiers of this conflict that's going on with them. I would mm-hmm. love, 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 love to see that. And I would also like a what if of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think that would be dope as hell. What if Anakin Skywalker didn't choose the dark side would be episode number one. That would actually be a really good series if they did that. There's a lot of stuff in Star Wars that I think that people would love a what if to. And what if, ooh, 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 it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Oh, Episode one, there. what if Anakin is good? Episode two, what if Luke decides to go bad? Can you imagine Luke, mm. Luke, who is like, Luke is like the, like the very top of Star Wars lore. They love him. They love him. Can you imagine if he was bad and he was fighting his mm. dad and Anakin still died? But I was gonna say, what if he fought his dad and won? Like, but like, as in he killed him. Yes, that would be crazy. <clears throat> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Me too. But like I said, y'all, I've been saying it. I'm just. I would love to see. We got Anakin bad. I would just love to see him good. And um, and then and what gave me that idea is Ahsoka, and who he was to her before choosing the dark side and letting fear do whatever it was gonna do. Him with Ahsoka really was just like, can you imagine him being good? Oh, he would have been a bad bitch. Badder than he already is. Yep, so that's it for Star Wars. That's it? (laughs) That's it. It's really, really quiet over there. There Mm -hmm. wasn't a time for Marvel either, um, but just for those people who are watching Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, um, season two just dropped. On February the 3rd, and it dropped with all 14 episodes. I think last time they did it weekly. Mm. So I'm wondering if Disney Plus is starting to move more to a binge culture rather than doing things weekly. Because I wouldn't mind if they just gave me all the episodes at once. Truthfully, they'd probably be better off doing that because if a show starts to decline while people watch it, they're more likely to not go to the next like wait till the next week to see whatever. They're just like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch anymore. But if they're binging it, they might just let it play. 
Yeah. You'll get more uh, a higher number in your viewership than than you would if you were dropping it every week. I mean, we've seen that from TV shows in general where on week two, they might have eight million viewers and suddenly for week three, it's like four. Mm. So that, that has dropped. I didn't even finish the first season, although I did enjoy the episodes I did see. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. I keep when it comes to streaming, I need for all the episodes to already be there. It's a lot harder for me to remember that a show is updating there than it is for me to, when it comes to television. Mm. I'm used to certain things with TV, but like when you have so many shows that are on streaming platforms, it's hard to keep up with who is happening when. Agreed. <clears throat> and last bit of Marvel news. So I think we all knew this, but Paul Bettany has been talking. Um, He was at MegaCon 2024, where he made sure he confirmed to us that he will be coming back to the MCU. He will be playing Vision. I don't think that was a question for most of us because you literally just had like this Vision just fly off into space and you're you're just going to pretend like we don't know or we didn't happen? I think... Could be wrong. Um, and I know some of you hardcore comic book fans are just like, I hate her because she don't ever know these things. But I read a lot and I'm online a lot. And I think that Visions are going to be running the Young Avengers. Which I think was in the comics as well. Yep, they did say that. I think he's going to um, I think he's going to get the crew together. I mean, they. I feel like they're young, right? They're young, and all the other Avengers are older and kind of doing whatever. And I'm like, I know Kate Bishop is an adult, but they still they're young. They need guidance. Mm-hmm. And who better to give it to them, who has a vast amount of knowledge, than our boy Vision? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I don't want him white though, because it freaked me out. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get Vashon next time. <gasps> Deshaun was a moment. He y'all, was and I'll never forgive you. I'll never forgive y'all for photoshopping do-rags and gold chains on that man. Never. Never. Just like I'll never forgive the people who put Tim's on Knuckles. Okay, first of all, I put Tim's on Knuckles. <laughs> Remember I drew that picture? And I'll never forgive you either. And you sent it to me, and I, and I was just like, Knuckles, y'all, y'all immediately made him black. Mm-hmm. Well, you saw that they released a trailer for Sign of the Hedgehog 3, which will have Shadow in it, which is like the dark Sign. When they released that? It was like something I saw posted. Is it real? I think so. Ooh. I think it's coming out this year. What? Let me see. Well, you know, Caleb going to be up in there. Well, it was like a short thing. It was like a, a teaser, and it was like... Oh. Hold on, I'll send you the link because I remember seeing it on Facebook first. But if, if what's that girl name? Tiana. If Tiana and if Tiana and Cyclops ain't coming back, I don't care. Okay. <sighs> Put it in the chat on the computer. It's only like thirty seconds. I'll watch it later. Mm-hmm. And it's real. Uh huh. Let me not click on it because it'll. It's really just like a, almost like a title teaser. Like you hear someone talking in the background and they're referencing Shadow. In fact, in the screenshot where I, that I paused, I can actually see Shadow's like head. Mm. Shadow is black and he has like red highlight the things in there. Mm-hmm. And I can see that in the, the image here. Does Shadow ever become good? 
Does Shadow become? I think most of these people turn good. Because I'm just like, is it a redemption art for Shadow? It says, Shadow eventually moves past his hatred for humanity by remembering his promise to Maria. Now Shadow seeks to protect humanity and those on Earth to honor Maria's dying wish despite their original misgivings. So the Sonic the Hedgehog series has developed like an actual story. Mm. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, he does eventually become a good guy. Let me tell you something. I would think of him like Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. I forgot who I was talking about and talking to. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog Two was really, really good. Aside from that whole part with Shamar Moore, which was unnecessary, but it was good. It had a lot of heart, and I mean, and plus, I'm not expecting Oscar-worthy performances in a kids' movie. I'm just not. So it was good for who the audience was for. The kids loved it. That's who it was for, and they ain't for us. What they need to do. Is do another um, Shrek. That's adult coded. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt about that one. Okay. Well, I guess that brings us to our homework. Dang. Where we watched two episodes of What If. Mm-hmm. What If Kahori Reshaped the World and What If Hella Found the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. And then we also watched episode two of Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is called I Become Supreme Lord of the Bathroom. So which one would you like to discuss? We can talk about, since we just got out of Marvel, we can talk about what if. Okay. All right. So episode six, this is when we're introduced to an original character that was created specifically for this what if series and potentially into the MCU. What were your thoughts? The- I'm not even going to say it. I'll tell you afterwards. This sounded horrible, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to keep it to myself when I was watching the episode. But um, I'll tell you afterwards. But I have a question. It's rhetorical. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know the answer. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Do these Spanish folks not get tired of conquering and killing folks? Mm-hmm. Is it? They but they ain't going to come back to there. Uh-uh. Uh, she wore him out. <laughs> wore him out and then went to the boy when she, we jumping. But I was just like, y'all don't get tired of conquering <laughs> folks. Y'all don't get tired of killing folks. Y'all don't get tired of spreading disease. You don't get tired. Are you not tired of being horrible human beings? Just a no. That's actually how I survive. I'm just like, y'all are horrible human beings for the sake of saying that you have... God-given rights to rule over everybody and anything, which is fictional. But I'm just like, y'all, y'all pissing me off. I ain't like that at all. Okay. Um, but with Kahori, Kahori how you say it? Kahori? I think I think it's Kahori. Let me tell you something. The fact that she was still trying to get to her people to help them because she knew they were in trouble, I admired. Mm-hmm. These other folks who have you have all these powers and yet you are doing nothing with it except for making your life easier by having this crazy strength or being able to fly or jump. It was it was very self-serving in that way. And it pissed me off when she's trying, she's trying to go back. I have all these powers. I want to do this, I want to do that. I'm trying to help my people. And I need help from y'all. But y'all kind of like, oh, no, that's not our fight. This is for us to be in paradise. And mm-hmm. um, that pissed me off. 
but they got together. And also, also, can I say that that guy that was training her was kind of fine? Hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, okay. You can. Okay. What was his name? I think it's Wata. Wata. That fine man? Mm-hmm. Let me make sure. No, no. I did not ask her you. Brother. Oh, I think that is her brother. Let me go back in here. I was looking at the thing over here. Oh, no. Her brother, yeah, is Wata. And the one who trained her, I'm guessing, is Atarax. Atarax. Mm-hmm. Is that him? Something like that. It started with an A, right? Yeah, that was him. Atarax. Atarax. I don't oh, know. He, I had to bring up a picture. Yeah, he, he's, who is this guy? He is voiced by Jeremy White. I just want to know like, what he looks like. Uh, Wait a minute. I know this white man did not play him. <gasps> Let me scroll down. No. Okay. It's a different Jeremy White. Whew. Okay. Anyway. I, you know what? What else is interesting is that on screen, the Tesseract hasn't really, it doesn't really seem like it's been used for good, right? When we see it the very first time, Loki is controlling soldiers and controlling people with it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, why did, and I can't remember, refresh my memory. Why did they have the Tesseract in Captain America, the first soldier, or what, the first Avenger? I think that was the one that they had that ended up getting Red Skull sent somewhere or something. And yeah. I, got so why did I, I don't I don't know. Is that what powered you know, it's, the. Um, it's like my least favorite film, so I'm not sure. Me too. Is that what powered Steve's machine to turn him into a super soldier? I don't know. Let's see. I'll, I'll say this, and y'all, I know y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm on screen. The Tesseract has not been good to me. It hasn't been used for good, right? Then you see it in these in the in the indigenous folks and how they're using it, and they're not hurting anybody, and how powerful it is when it's used correctly. I feel like one question I have though is that if they have been empowered with the Tesseract and they have these powers, does that mean they get to live longer? Does that mean that Kaori is still alive today? Because she, I mean, are all the ancestors, are they alive? Because they're not, they're not in that realm or wherever they at. Does that stop them from aging? What is, what does that mean? They have these powers and also because they're children, because I didn't see any children there. Are their children, do their children have powers? Are their children considered mutants? Is it like a, a Namor situation where her, his mom ingested that plant while he was in utero. Like, what, is, what does that mean? Because he's, 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 he's been alive for a long time wearing, I almost said panties, but wearing briefs. So I don't know. I'm just curious. I found out what they were looking for, what they used to test right for. So in Captain America, the first Avenger, the Tesseract was brought to Earth from Asgard by Odin. It remained in the temple in a small village for several yep. centuries. It was later found by Hydra and taken by force and used as a power source for a super weapon, which could destroy almost anything upon impact. Okay. <clears throat> they did show, so, show them in the beginning, taking it. Mm-hmm. Then apparently from that point on, because it looks like it was found, I guess, when it was brought there by Howard Stark, and he analyzed it. And that's when it went from him to Marvel. 
ish. Mm-hmm. That was how they created that light speed engine. But <clears throat> okay, but did you? How did you like it? Did you like it? I did. I liked it a lot. I got annoyed because it was just like I'm so sick of these Spaniards. They like, you, if we being honest, we give a lot of a lot of hate to the UK British royal monarchy in particular because of how they've kind of stolen goods, diamonds, artifacts, mm-hmm. jewels, all that good stuff, right? But what we don't, we don't really give a lot of hate towards the Spaniards. And I think it's past due that we do that because um, the Spaniards are really the reason why we have chattel slavery, if we're being honest, because they were the first ones to go over, over there to Africa to pillage to take people. They were the ones, the first ones to do that. So that lady, that queen at the end, for her to be like, I'm going to do whatever I want. I don't care about your magic because I've been God. It, like that, that, I don't know. That's on trend for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you that. I, I really enjoyed that episode and I I loved the Hella episode. Hell, yeah, Hella. I enjoyed it. <laughs> that tension between Sean She Daddy and her, mm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. He was smitten. Mm-hmm. You're like, boy, if you don't leave me alone, I'm gonna kill you. I like that. I also liked, I also liked that they they don't really say it in Thor Ragnarok. They don't really say it, but they don't. We don't really kind of focus on how bad Odin was before he met Frigga and before he had Loki and, and Thor. Thor. We don't really mm-hmm. talk about that. How he was a trash can of a human. Well, God, and um, and I think in this particular episode, it kind of was just like Hella didn't really have a choice to be who she was. And quite as it's kept, a lot of people, since we're Marvel is a part of Disney, a lot of people didn't like. Um, I know I didn't when they were kind of focusing on some of the villains and why they kind of did the things that they did, and you kind of had some sympathy for them. Which kind of has translated into Marvel when they have these villains that you could feel, you can understand why they want, you can understand why they're doing some of the stuff that they're doing, right? And they did that with Maleficent. Now I ain't gonna hold you. It pissed me off that she was doing all of this because of a man. That bothered me. Okay, but um, to bring it back to Hella, the fact that her daddy didn't really give her the choice, the fact that her daddy kind of corrupted her from a young age, and she kind of grew up to be who she was. It, that it explained a lot. The fact that he was ready to change and she was not, and instead of kind of like trying to get her to be on the good side, he was just like, "If you're not good right now, then you can just go." She was like, "Oh, oh, um, well, I'm gone." And he took her powers and all that good stuff. So I thought that was interesting, and also the fact that he tried to come to Earth and take the rings. Like, sir, who are you? Yes, literally came to Earth like. <laughs> There's something. Let me go ahead and snatch this up. Like he was entitled to it. But, that's on trend for white people, though. Whiteness, but you. But I was like, but I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed the fact that that Shang Chi Mama was beating up on Hella, trying to train her or whatever. But I think most it was. I think it was less about training her to fight. And more about trying to change her mindset, which I thought, and it worked. I loved it. Now, Marvel, I hate that y'all made her eyes green. They should have remained blue with that black hair, but that's neither here nor there. Difference of opinion. 
But you're right. Hella was hilarious. She was funny. Her little one-liners. She had one-liners from the moment that thing started. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so she's she's giving funny all episode, and I was here for it. I loved it. I was here mm-hmm. for it. And that was a, uh, an episode I did not expect to go in the direction that it went. Yes. And I end up I loving Hella. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to love her some more because she's not done yet. You'll see her no- another time. Sis is still hilarious. Mm-hmm. She is oh, still hilarious. Let me go back. Let me go back. Um, mm-hmm. With Ka- Kaori's episode with Stephen Strange kind of popping up. Mm-hmm. I hate that he's still dark. I don't like the fact that he has bags and stuff under his eyes. He's, he is stressed. Okay. He is stressed out. <laughs> yes, with a C. So, um... Jack, what do you think is from, happening from that? Like, he said what, he was, what do you think? What do you think he's doing? He's building Avengers. He's collecting them. I don't but know. We, if we haven't seen the big baddie yet, have we? I don't Mm-mm. think. We well, then again, you know, with the Ultra episode, they waited to like the last, the next to the last episode to really show us what was going on. So, you have only two episodes left. Are we gonna watch oh. them too. I'm gonna watch them too. Mm-hmm. And be done with the series because um I've I've really really enjoyed season two more so than season one. Mm-hmm. Um, they really did their thing with this season so far. So I'm not gonna forgive y'all for making Peggy a super soldier and then having her love sick over a boy mm-hmm. who can't live outside of a, of a machine. Well, she pops back up next episode. I know she do. Next episode, you will have these are a lot of people. Peggy Carter. Nick Fury, Wanda. They actually have her name as Wanda Merlin. Hmm? Not Wanda Maximoff. Um, but maybe that's a different, you know, universe or something where that was different. She's a um the variant. Okay. Thor, King Thor, I mean, Loki, hmm. Bruce Banner, Happy, Tonk Stark, Steve Rogers, Scott Lang. Come on, Scott Lang. Lucky Barnes. Is Scott Lang still in a um a thing? His head. Is he what? Because remember last time we saw him, last time we saw him, it was just his head. Oh no. This this will be a person. Okay. Because this episode is actually when it takes place in the um, what is it? Elizabethan era. Mm. So it's what if the Avengers assembled in 1602. And then the final episode is called What If Strange Supreme Intervened? Okay, Strange Supreme. That episode, I can't wait to watch it again. Okay. Loved the finale episode. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I'm all the way here for like strong women heroes and like them getting their moment and the women get a moment in that, that episode. And I loved it. Loved it. So, next, we talk about Percy Jackson. I become Supreme Lord of the Bathroom. What were your thoughts here? It's kind of reminiscent of the movie. Mm, Okay. Just a little bit more fleshed out. I don't like bullies. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I hate bullies. Aries kids, being a bully, I ain't like that. Mm -hmm. I ain't like it at all. Every time Homegirl was on the stage, I wanted to be like this. <laughs> not you, not you bucking at her. Because she was just mean for no reason. I ain't like that. And um, and Percy wouldn't fight back because he's too much of a gentleman. 
Mm-hmm. If I was Percy, I would have plucked her ass in the forehead. But I am curious to see what is going on with her because she seemed very upset when that spear broke, but it was her fault. Mm-hmm. Poor Grover. Right. He was going through it in this episode. He was, he was going upset. through it. Like, why are y'all not telling him? So I like the fact, I love the fact that he he stepped up. I'm also in the movie, you know, he was played by Brandon Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to when we see a little bit more of him, I'm wondering how they're going to be different from the movie version in this. Because in the movie version, and I haven't read the book, so I don't know how accurate either one of their depictions is. But Brandon Jackson was a little too scary for my liking. Brandon Jackson is fine now. Sorry. I'm on his Wikipedia page. Wait a minute. He out here biting his lip like I'm putting it in the chat. Thank you. It may not have been Brandon Jackson. No, it was him. Brandon T. I'm Jackson? Here. Yeah. I see him up here for that Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Yep, yep yeah. And Percy and Jackson. He, I mean, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. But um, he was a little too scary for my liking. And um, to me, right? To mm-hmm. me, it feels like Grover, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be scared or make decisions based off that. But I feel like because Percy is being introduced to this, mm-hmm. that he should be, one, he should have more knowledge. Like he had already said in a season, like in episode one, that Grover had been giving him this information about gods, had been feeding it to him, not because, but because he needed to know. I feel like Grover should be more of a god because he's been in this world, mm-hmm. right? Annabeth, um, that's her name, right? Which one are we talking about? The oh. black girl. Uh, I think it's Annabeth. I think it is, or yeah, Annabeth Chase. Annabeth, the daughter yes. of Athena. <laughs> so, but yeah, her. She she should have a lot of information too. Well, not have a lot of information. I'm expecting her to be like the Hermione of the group because she's already been at Camp Half Blood and she's been in that world, so she has the knowledge. They talk about how smart Sis is. I'm ready to see it. Grover shouldn't be as scary as he was in the movie. I'm expecting him to have a lot of knowledge and be able to lead them because he is way older than those those two. Mm-hmm. He got 12 years on him. He needs to act like it because he casually dropped his age. Mm-hmm. Can I also say that casting is kind of perfect because that baby is 12 years old and his voice is changing. When they were filming, you could tell and it was just it just lends itself perfectly to the role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh oh okay also what i like i'm wondering what direction that they're gonna go with percy's relationship with his dad mm-hmm. because he was quick he was quick to be like no 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 i'm my mama's son right i'm that's that i'm my mama's son okay and whoever this guy is he's angry in the movie, he he. I guess it was okay for him to be angry, but there was a reason. I'm curious as to what this reason is for why he mm. can't be with him, other than the fact that his brother was just like, you know, having these children, having these children with mortals is illegal. So, also, I don't trust that oh the boy that that took him under his wing, mm-hmm. Luke. I think his name is Luke. For some reason, no, hold on. Let me look him up. Hold I don't know, on. Something about how he was talking just felt like he was being too nice. Yeah. But maybe it's just me just 
you know, always expecting people to be terrible. But yeah, he he was super nice. Like, and I just, I don't know. I just don't expect that when I'm watching a young adult TV show. Like, you just expect all of the kids to be assholes. Hold on, I'm about. I need to look something up. This is going. This inform is going to inform my decision because. Let's see. Let's go back. All okay. So this is why I felt weird about it was because. Look, the Luke's character in the movie was not good. Mm. He was, and now in the movie, he wasn't a friend to Percy. Well, he wasn't mean to Percy or whatever. He was kind of indifferent. But this guy kind of bringing him up, up under his wing, I don't know. Was the mean thinking. girl in the movie too? I think there was a variation of her, but she wasn't mean to him for the sake of just being mean. Like they were just, her, Luke said it. He was just like that Ares, the god of war, right? Mm. It's kind of like hyped up you know, aggressive, that type of thing. And she was like aggressive, but not like towards anybody. Mm-hmm. Like she was, it was always a competition. She always wanted to win, but she was never like a bully. They I are kind of. Why is she fussing at him? Like trying to get him to confess to lying. Is that something that a weird, lot of these right? people were doing? Like, cause she was like, just convinced that he, w- he couldn't have been telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And that was so odd to me. But but you know what? Also, from her perspective, look at him. Mm-hmm. Does he look like somebody that could kill a minotaur? This is true. Which is probably why she's skeptical. Because he's he he's scrawny. He lacks confidence. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that this kid is the one that killed a grown ass minotaur? Did that? So I can I can kind of see why she's skeptical. Why she doesn't really believe him. But the fact that she's taking it so far, I think, is a little much. Yeah, that's the extra. It's like now you're obsessed with this. Mm. Like, what, what are we doing? Her name is Clarice. Mm, don't trust her anyway. So I don't, I don't. Honestly, she's probably, and they're probably doing this, and um, they're probably doing this because I bet you she'll be an asset. Mm. Further on down the line, I heard they're going to have a season two. She might be an asset to them. But I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust Luke in this one because I couldn't, you couldn't trust him in the movie. So we'll just kind of see how it goes. And this but I am on. interested. I am interested to see what the relationship is with like Percy and his dad. I want to see how they play that up. So I guess are we to assume that it's just this water, this particular water that caused him to heal, or are we to assume that? Because his dad is Poseidon, water has that impact on him by healing him. It's the second. Okay. Because you see it a little bit. You see it a little bit when he um, pushes that girl into the fountain. Mm. When he's not really trying to push her into the fountain. The way that when he's in a a situation, how the water just kind of comes to his aid. Mm. I think it's because his daddy is Poseidon. And that these things Poseidon can't control is the reason why. Percy gets it. And I also think that's probably going to irritate Percy even more. Because mm-hmm. he has all these powers of a daddy who didn't want anything to do with him and that type of thing. So I don't know. We'll see. Because in the movie, he was with him until he was like two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had to go. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And also, I told you they resolved her death by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it looks like we're gonna get. We know that she's not dead because they've already said it in this second episode. 
mm-hmm. which I knew she didn't look like she had died. She just dusted. Yeah, that's what I was like. Why are you blipping? Like, blipping. I didn't understand why they did that. They blipped her. So no, I'm actually enjoying this series though. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Like Percy is annoying, but some of these characters are also super annoying, like the bullies. Because mm-hmm. I just I really struggle with people just bullying people. Like you just mm-hmm. woke up today, like I'm about to push you. So yeah, I don't like that. That's the that's the one part. I'm like, girl, we can fight. Mm-hmm. But I'm also interested because a while ago, I don't know if this is gonna be on episode three. But I know there was some discussion and discord around the Medusa character. Mm. And basically they said for the show, they kind of reimagined, they reimagined her arc or whatever. So I'm interested when we ever we get to that, I don't know if it's episode three. I feel like it's further, like it's kind of early on in the series, but I'm I'm curious to see how they do or what they do with Medusa. <clears throat> I'm interested. And then the person who's playing Medusa... I talked about it last time. Who is she? Because we saw her before. Jessica Parker Kennedy. Okay, so you may not know her. Mm-hmm. But she plays, she's in the Flash TV series. You know okay. how um, Iris and Barry Allen get together. They have a kid. She's their mm-hmm. kid that they have coming from the future. So there's a moment she runs all the way to the past to try to warn them about something because whatever's happening in the past causes her future to be terrible. Mm-hmm. But she just like her dad, Barry Allen, they do stupid stuff and um, cause more issues than they should. And the next thing you know, like they're trying to save the entire world from being destroyed. But she I remember her from um, that. She was also in Smallville. And I think, you know, I was watching Smallville again. Well, watching it for the first time from the beginning. I did not finish it. The special effects are just really hard to get through. Mm. But yeah, I like her as an actress. She's really pretty, too. I'm wondering how they're going to make her look. What's her name? Her name is Jessica Parker Kennedy. Is she? Well, when you search her name, they show what she looked like. What they what they've done to her character. Oh, I I didn't I didn't want to see it. Oh, okay, never mind. I just went to her Wikipedia page. Is she biracial? Mm Mm-hmm. Her mother is Jewish European, part Italian, part Russian. Just say she white. That's it. And her daddy's black, and he's from Canada. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she's she has a small disc. I mean, filmography. I've heard a mm. lot about the Secret Circle. There are a lot of people who are upset that that show got canceled. Mm-hmm. I never watched it, but I think it's about witches, and she was on that show. Okay. But yeah, so the next episode of Percy Jackson. It's called We Visit the Garden Gnome Emporium. Oh, that's Medusa's episode. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I want her to get a role where she, she make it more than one episode. <laughs> like, girl, I know that's got to suck to always just get high for a day. But, okay, so that homework for next week will be... The last two episodes of What If and episode three of this. And I'm sure we will have a lot to discuss after the Super Bowl because there's the talk that Deadpool 3's trailer is supposed to premiere during the Super Bowl. So I'm sure we will have a lot to discuss about that. And maybe even some trailers for some other stuff. Maybe James Gunn already has something ready to show us. Maybe. You're talking about the Usher concert? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's like the Usher concert with the 
the football game, like mm-hmm. as an opening act. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, look at us. We barely went over an hour. Barely. Y'all barely. know that's not like us, because we could talk. Mm-mm. We definitely can. But y'all, that's it. That's it. We forgot to tell you, but follow us on uh, TikTok and Instagram at Almost Birds. And eventually, I'm I'm doing this so I can call out uh, Dovecat. Eventually, we'll start doing our video episodes again, so you can see our faces. Mm-hmm. And if you're not following, if you're not following Dovecat's little thing, follow her on TikTok at DK Reads One. Yes, follow me there. I haven't done any videos there. I have been, I kind of, you know, when you've been doing videos and stuff like consistently and then something happens that takes you off your game. Mm-hmm. That week I was sick really messed me up. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't want to, I ain't want to read. I ain't want to get up there. I ain't want to do nothing. But, um, yeah, y'all can find me on DK Reads where I'm discussing books that I've read. Anything and everything that I like, I will be talking about. But majority of it would be black romance with smut. There's always smut. If it ain't humping, I ain't interested. And there you have it. With that, y'all, we will talk to you guys next week.